it's it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to not do this and not address this haircut. I feel like it's important. You can talk about your penis head. <laughs> I miss I miscalculated. I miss misspoke or something to the barber. Mm-hmm. And my geometry's off. Yeah. I don't have my typical flat oh, top. Oh, you got box. a tip. I got it. Yeah, I got <laughs> I do have a tip. I have just the tip, actually. <laughs> uh, Ansley described it earlier as a bullet head when she was being nice about it. Mm-hmm. But I, I look like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you, uh, you popped the cherry and called yourself a peanut penis head. Yes. So now you are a penis head. Um. I have a penis. I have a penis head for a yeah. little while. I'll get it fixed. You're just like talking a month though. I mean, it's gonna. I mean, it's almost high enough for me to fix now. I guess you know. Mm. But like you said, I don't want my scalp sticking out of the <laughs> top of my box. That'd be weird. I have to give it enough time so that I don't. I'm not. You know. Yeah. Now, now I want everyone to wonder how much how much pointy your your head is. Like I know how pointy the top of your head is because I've been with you for 25 years and I've seen you yeah. with no hair. But for somebody who might not know, they might think that you conehead up into your box. Maybe that's why you have a box. Because I have a conehead and I'm yeah. trying to hide it. Yeah. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, you? You definitely had layers to that rumor before. <laughs> yeah. Just in case people were wondering, you might be a conehead. That's very, listen. The possibilities are endless for this head. <laughs> it's really hard to tell what's underneath this mm-hmm. head. It might be shaved to the head right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They cut it down all the way to the yeah. head, and this is just the shape of my head. That's just this is the it. lowest haircut I've ever had. Yeah, <laughs> my head looks like a pope's hat. Yes, it, it can happen. Yeah, it can happen. There's somebody out there. Somebody out there has this head. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> <laughs> We're back again, mm-hmm. and every every week we're going to make some type of improvements. Yeah. This week we just became professional. We're professional, chakra popping podcast now. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're a penis head. Well, no, that's not the reason why we are professional, <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> no, there's, when has a penis ever made something official? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> you know I, I mean, penises do make certain things official, but those things are terrifying. You can't say them on the internet. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you are officially in trouble right now. <laughs> there is a penis here. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh oh he was very professional, his penis was out. <laughs> it's never it's never been uttered. I don't even think back when penises were out, that was people were like, How do we get these things covered at all times? <laughs> What is it gonna? Do? What is it gonna take? What yeah. is it gonna take? How many more accidents is it gonna take? Just keep imagining like somebody being upset and you run into the room to comfort him. You're like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" And there is a penis here. <laughs> you this okay? Okay, this is not a drill. This is not a drill. <laughs> there is a penis on the premises. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's never. It's Mm-mm. never, it's never the right thing. No, it's never the right thing. But that is what I present on the top of my head. <laughs> it's gonna be a rough couple of weeks. <laughs> it's gonna be a rough couple of weeks, but it is what it is, and I'm gonna have to own it, right? Okay, yeah. Because when you have a ridiculous haircut, 
which a flat top is. A, bo- a box is a ridiculous haircut. Mm-hmm. If you have a ridiculous haircut, if there are mistakes that happen to your haircut, you have an even more ridiculous haircut. True. Right? True. And that's kind of what I signed up for when I had a very precise, I, I have a very angular haircut. Yeah. It's very precise. Now you know, right? It has vertices. Yes. You know? Yeah. So you've got to talk about keep my right angles next time you get your hair cut. Yes. Please don't round off the edges. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you just didn't I you didn't tell them flat on top. I just I could have just said a box. I just sat in a chair and was like shape shape it up. <laughs> and he was like, there is no way this man was walking around with a box. <laughs> <laughs> he thought a penis head would the, be better. It, it made way more pragmatic sense to him. It was like. He's got three kids. There's no way he's walking around with a box. <laughs> Clearly, he had a penis head. <laughs> I'm tighten up this penis head for him. <laughs> when he got done with your haircut and he was like doing the barber thing where he like stands behind you and you're looking in the mirror and maybe he like brushed your shoulders off. Were you guys both like, mm-hmm, penis head achieved? No. When, when he turned the chair... Uh, he had an expression was like, if you say so. And I had, we have seriously miscommunicated. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, this is what you want. This is what you want. I mean, this is, this is the best version of this haircut you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my geometry's off. But anyway, we're a professional podcast now. Yes. We're popping these chakras. Yes. And instead of us willy nilly trying to figure out which chakras to pop throughout the podcast, I decided to prepare a little bit. Yeah, because you can't willy nilly when you got a penis head. No, I mean you gotta you gotta be. Listen, <laughs> you have to have. You can't let people's attention wander up. <laughs> keep, us, <laughs> keep us focused, Sydney. <laughs> I gotta make sure people stay down in the content. Yeah. <laughs> keep your eyes down into the content. Don't worry about my head. <laughs> I do want to turn this around though, so I can see it. You want to wander up? Yeah, I did wander up just now. I uh, say we're going to pop these chakras open from the bottom chakra up, from the root chakra to the crown chakra. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you have something for any of these chakras, by all means, Mm -hmm. go ahead and let me know. The pressure is off, though, Mm -hmm. because I professionalized it. All right. Let's go with your professionalism. Right. So the first chakra is the fear chakra. Well, it's, it's not the fear chakra. It's the root chakra. It's located in the butthole. It's the survival and the fear chakra. Mm hmm. Those are the associations with it. So this is where we will discuss something in the world of fear. Yes. Fear. Spooky. It's the spooky time of the year. It is. But I don't, I don't know how spooky this is, but it's definitely something that. So here's the deal. I'm, I'm 43. Our daughters are eight. They're what? what four, five years away from teenage them. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'll be 48, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of, I get, I sometimes worry that at 48, I won't be able to instill fear into the heart of a teenage boy. Oh, you think you, he's going to look at you and be like that old man? I don't know what he's going to look at me as. He's a teenage boy. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? When I, was a, when I was a teenage boy, I for sure thought that I could beat up grown men. I couldn't. Like, yeah. Looking back on it, I would have been demolished. Right. But I for sure thought that I could beat up grown men. Yeah. I th- There's never been a girlfriend's dad that I wasn't like, whatever, dude. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm doing you a favor by not letting this escalate, by the way, buddy. Yeah. I used to, I used to noogie him. <laughs> <laughs> noogie the dad. Yeah, huh? I'd put him in a headlock and look at him. Hey, buddy, how you been, man? <laughs> Keeping up the grades? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Working harder, harder work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So in five years, are you ready for some some pimply, smelly little teenage boy come into our house and give you the side eye of like, yeah, I could take him. I'm not ready for that. I'm not. I. I. And I'm afraid to escalate it. What if he knocks me out in front of my daughters? (laughs) Right. Be horrible. Because that here's is is it will likely be the case. I mean, we have two daughters. So if any one of them has a boyfriend come to our house for any reason. The other one is going to show up just to see how it goes. Right? Oh, yeah. So I'm definitely getting knocked out in front of both my daughters. Oh, yes. I, I, don't, I'm not, I don't want that. Yeah. That's even, that's just as, that's more terrifying, of course. Of course, it's more terrifying. Yeah. Because it's, it's more terrifying to know that a, a, a teenage boy could knock you out. Yeah. I mean, anybody that gets a clean shot on you can knock you out. Right. Yeah. But, you know, you don't want to find out. That a no, teenage boy can not do not like that. Yeah, that'll be the re- you you just gave him his thing for the rest of his life that has his chest puffed out. Yeah, ew. You you don't want to be the reason and his daughter and because he fingered your daughter. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> ew. Oh my god. I see. I can't. The Gans can't be the reason for some young boy's confidence. Mm-mm. I can't have that be the case. Mm-mm. I can't have somebody sitting at his desk at forty years old, just like. <laughs> Remember when I knocked out that dude and <laughs> <laughs> banged one of his twins? <laughs> Ew, dude. Ew. No, I can't have that. What are we going to do? I don't know, man. Don't uh, get knocked out. D- thank you. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't know what else to say to that, but thank you. I don't want to get knocked out. <laughs> You'd be wearing headgear when he shows up? I, I'm going to have to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, other than, I, I don't want to have, I don't want to have to be respectable. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to have to be one of those super nice wet blanket dads because I'm afraid I'm gonna get knocked out. I don't have it anymore. Right. You know. Yeah. So I guess I guess I guess it's on me to still have it. Yeah, that's the only way around this. It's but listen, man. I'm at the I'm I'm, I'm up there. It's hard to keep. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not it's not easy to have anymore. <laughs> well, you gotta keep it, Sydney. <laughs> yeah, I gotta keep it. I'm gonna keep it. I'll keep it. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it, but that's. That's where I stand in the world of fear right now. That's a good fear to have. I mean, it's a real, real deal fear. Fear. Yeah. It's inevitable. It's coming. It is. It's approaching. Yeah. I'm not. I don't. I'm not ready for any of that stuff, man. I'm like aging because the children. Well, it's the, the children the because you know, all around us, you know, people's kids are at that age where they're dating now and they have oh. boyfriends and they have girlfriends, and. You know, I'm seeing this and it's just like, I'm not ready for my daughters to start having boyfriends. No. It's insane. It's horrible. I have no problem with my son having a girlfriend. That's adorable. Yeah, get out there, boy. Yeah. <laughs> go go snatch up some lovely young lady that you don't deserve. Yeah, go stress out somebody else's dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, go, go fucking give another dad nightmares about... Mm-hmm. Anytime he's not around, the two of you, what's happening? Mm-hmm. I don't want that. No. My son can do that. Yeah. He earned it. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's rough. Yeah. It's just a, it's just such a different perspective. It's like I know the little like I, I 
it's just it just cracks me up anytime anybody has somebody dating their daughter and they're like, oh, he's so nice. It's like, what do you, what do you, what do you mean in front of you? <laughs> like this kid is doing everything he can to finger your daughter. Of course you think he's nice. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like the nicer you think a person's boyfriend is, I think the better you are as a parent. Yeah. Yeah, because if you're a shitty parent, that kid doesn't have to make you think he's nice to finger your daughter. Mm-hmm. Your daughter's jumping on fingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you, <laughs> your daughter's pogo sticking on fingers. Mm-hmm. He's a finger hopper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, remember those little monsters that would be on your finger? What were those yeah. called? They had names? I don't know. Of course they had names. You couldn't, you couldn't just go into a store and be like, do you got those little <laughs> monsters that go to the tips of your fingers? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, the little monsters? <laughs> you put them on the tip of your fingers. Some, some of them glow in the dark, I think. I never had them. I mean, <laughs> Finger puppets? I mean, it's not exactly what I was going for, but we can go with finger puppets. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You don't want some your daughter being a finger puppet out no. there. No. <laughs> no. It's tough. Yeah. Right? So anyway, f- fear. That is a real life fear. That's a real life fear. Yeah. Something that I have to deal with. Uh-huh. Right? I'll overcome it somehow, some way. I'll, yeah. I will figure it out. Yeah. That is one thing I believe about me. I'm always able to figure something out. I'll, I'll figure it out when the time comes. I've been ready for every transition in life. Yeah. I've, 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 I've nailed it. Elementary school to middle school, boom, nailed it. Middle school to high school, boom, nailed it. High school to college, it was some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it was some trouble. Yeah. It, it completed. Okay. Completed. 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 After college into adult life, uh, well, I've been heavily enabled. <laughs> 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 but I'm here. You're here. I'm here. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm wearing a belt. It was... <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> that's a sign. That's a sign of things going really bad. Like if you don't have a belt. Yeah. Yeah. You need a. You have to be able to keep your pants up. You gotta keep your pants up. <laughs> yeah. Keep your pants up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the fear shocker popped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll do just fine. So you can't. You got a belt. You got. You gotta. You gotta have a belt. <laughs> got, you gotta have you got, a belt. So owns one belt. He's doing yeah. just fine. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Killing adulthood. A belt. I never. No, nobody said you needed to be able to keep your hand, your pants up, in a variety of ways. No. You just have to be able to keep them up. Keep them up. Keep your pants up. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> adulthood complete. <laughs> yeah, my pants are up, Your Honor. <laughs> that's actually what professional. Like, if my pants were down, my dick would be out. Yeah. And that, that's the problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. You can't adulthood with your dick out. Yeah, especially with this haircut. People think I did it on purpose. Yeah, that's too many dicks. <laughs> <laughs> too many. All right, so we're popping shot. We're moving on. Yeah. To the next chakra. We're going over to the pelvis chakra. Now, this is the chakra that has to do with pleasure and guilt. We make this the uh, apology. This is the apology chakra. But, uh, you know, in, in the world of pleasure and guilt, right? I'm just going to say this. Mm. Steven Seagal. <laughs> what um is it his pleasure and guilt or your pleasure and guilt related to Steven Seagal? I think it's all of it. 
it's all tied together. I think it's all of it. There's a lot, there's a lot going on with Steven Seagal as yeah. far as the universe is concerned. I feel like Steven Seagal probably has has some apologies to issue to the universe. I feel like society probably has some apologies to issue to Steven Seagal. I'm not saying, listen, when I say that, I'm not saying Steven Seagal is innocent of all wrongdoing. If, if, if that is what he has to apologize for, right? Mm-hmm, if, mm-hmm. you know, Steven, you know, there's some allegations out there. Yeah. He didn't. He, he is. Didn't, let me. He is a man that likes to wear a robe and I don't trust him in a robe. Speaking of penises. I mean, it seems to be when he's doing some of his dirtiest work. Yeah. His most nefarious work. He's he's he was Captain Morgan. He, he would he would be uh, butt naked under a robe. He seems like he would be butt naked under a robe. Yeah. What was that guy from uh, Futurama that was but you know would wear the? Oh uh, yeah, the short robe. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. He's that guy. Yeah. I had um a dad of friends growing up that was a naked under a robe man. And as the female friend of his daughter, you shouldn't know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dude, tuck it in. There's company over. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's absurd that mm-hmm. you're doing that. Yeah. Do that in front of my daughter? That's insane. <laughs> don't, don't do that in, the, in front of the future mother of my children. What is wrong with you, sir? You is a naked under the robe, man. Yeah, in front of children. In front of children. Yeah, you can't be doing that. No. Steven Seagal did that a couple of times. Uh, he, I mean, I, I actually I haven't read all of the details of his explanation. I just got that part. I was like, I'm not going any deeper. This it was, fun. you know, his robe was like a silk robe too. Oh, it's a, it's a silk kimono. It for yeah. sure was a silk kimono. Yeah. Fancy silk kimono. Uh, very Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even have to open it. It just outlined everything. He 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 sure opened it though. <laughs> <laughs> that just yeah. blows in the breeze. Yeah, you're right about that. I think he was very responsible for the breeze. <laughs> he never went anywhere without a breeze and a kimono. It was BYOB. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere he went. But don't you? Okay, I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna sound wrong, right? But if I have an invitation from Steven Seagal, and I accept Steven Seagal's invitation. And I come over and I see him in a robe. Like, I know where this is going. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, so what, like, or unless he was, unless he was robing and breeze, like breeze robing at women at work, like, like his makeup artists or people that were like there for their job. Like, okay. If he's inviting, you know, you've, if he's inviting you over and like, you want to come hang out with me in, in my robe? Yeah. Like, you know what you're getting into. So what should have happened? are you saying i'm saying if you're not down with steven seagal in a robe like don't accept that invitation all right now here's where this gets easily thrown back on you Ansley. are oh, you no. ready to defend yourself when you would go hang out with your friend mm-hmm. back in the day whose dad was naked under a robe man yeah and he would uh, pop up mm-hmm. did you still hang out all right you have put me to this place yeah of uh childhood confessions but remember this is coming from a i was young for high school too so like let's say this is coming from a 15 year old girl okay i thought it was cool that i got some attention from friends dads (laughs) what we didn't even 
that wasn't even part of the discussion. <laughs> I just thought he was just naked under a robe guy. He was pointing it out. <laughs> like, what do you mean attention? What, kind, what type of attention were you getting from naked under a robe guy? Um, I, maybe not necessarily him, but there were creepy dads that would say a thing or two about young high school girls looking nice. Okay, but you, but as far as naked under a robe guy is concerned, naked under a robe guy, yeah. Um, he he gave you like while naked under a robe, he gave you compliments. Because if you're doing anything other than scurrying from room to room, <laughs> it's inappropriate. <laughs> like there's no way you should be having any sort of communication with the children if you're naked under a robe. It should be like, oh my god, I didn't even know you were. You know, no, he chilled in his robe. He he reclinered in his robe. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that man. I I think I think this uh, such man was um, honorably discharged from the army, as they often do in oh, he modern was times. For sure, honorably discharging. <laughs> when <laughs> when uh, you know, the old guard was like, he was like, yeah, they like, you know, it was like. When it was his time to retire, it was like a couple years before. It was like, sir, you got to go because we cannot deal with naked under the robe anymore in modern days. Yeah. He was, yeah. Yeah, man. There were, there were multiple of friends' fathers who were asked to retire slightly early. Yeah. For their their misconduct. For their just like like a slight penis appearance. Yeah, like there was yeah. one that, and I, I feel like I'm getting, like I can't remember which dad did what, but there was one that definitely would change in the office. You know, like, you know, because like the military people like to go work out or whatever, and mm -hmm. then they come back to the office and he yeah, just gotta, wanted to gotta, change. You got to get that running. Yeah, and you got and you got to change into your work attire, right? Yeah. And he liked to do this in his office. And it wasn't his fault that his office mate happened to become a lady at some point. And he still would do his change in the office. And um, that can help she transitioned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be a man there. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a woman. I'm trying to be as open minded as possible. <laughs> this is my routine. I, I go for a run. I come back. I change all the way down. Put yeah, my work attire on. But he was also doing that in front of a man at one point. Yeah. If, if in fact the argument is true, like this, I'm just, hey, this is just who I am. Yeah. You can even ask the last guy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think the last guy was like, oh, yeah, no problem. He always did that in front of me. It was like, this man has to be stopped. <laughs> he won't stop getting naked in front of me. I don't I don't get it. Yeah. You know, that's still, that's the problem either way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially if the other guy didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was wasn't just, getting his run in. Yeah, he was just in the office, his <laughs> office vibing. Yeah. And then you come and you get naked. <laughs> oh, I just got my coffee. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, it's like, I've got to fucking deal with the sight of your balls again. <laughs> Every day. Yeah, there's no, Every day. there's no way, there's no like way to turn for it not to be bad. No. You know, to like at some point you got to bend over to put stuff on, yeah. take stuff off. You know, and if you're if that's you, like you're not being discreet about that. No, if you're clearly he outranked the person in his office. Yes. yes. Like nobody of a subordinate rank is gonna just boldly go in and get you're, naked you're not during allowed. office hours. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So. So Stephen Skull. Oh, oh, let's let's we have to back up, back up. <laughs> Before we get back to Steven Seagal. So naked under a robe guy was dishonorably discharging to you back in high school. <laughs> yeah. Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we're back to Steven Seagal. 
Well, I I just feel like we either need to, and this is with a lot of these these people who have these allegations. We either need to like just leave them leave them alone or put them in jail. You know what I mean? I don't like this in between where it's like he gets to walk. I mean, I don't mind that he's walking around doing stuff. You know what I mean? But then you're like, stop trying to make me hate him. Nah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he recently walked out of an interview. Uh, like within the week, he walked out of an interview with the BBC because they brought up his sexual sexual allegations. And then the person in the article that, you know, clearly an article was wrote, written about this. And they were saying like, he obviously isn't able to deal with the allegations evident of the fact that he got up and walked out when it was brought up. Oh. I was like, well, what if that's how he deals with it? Yeah. You asked him a question. He might've just provided you with the answer you were looking for. Yeah. I get up and I walk out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> it's that simple, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But like, Leave him. Do you know how old he is? He's an old man. He's he's in his seventies. He's seventy one. Yeah. Seems going seventy one years old. Yeah. Leave him alone. People still are trying to call him out for not being an actual tough guy and not able to pe- like fight people in a in a ring. Yeah. He's seventy one. <laughs> Leave him alone. Yeah. And honestly, uh, for seventy one, he got some of the tightest skin I've seen. Yeah, on, on, he's like he's doing. He's looking good for a seventy-one-year-old. Yeah, his skin looks bouncy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's what. Um, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but you you think your high school naked under a robe guy is still tight skinned? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Was he of the Steven Seagal uh, type? No. Like, what do you mean type? Like. <clears throat> well, I mean, I think that answers the question. If you don't, if you don't. If you don't find anything in the middle of that Venn diagram, it's probably not there. No, no, know? yeah. Yeah, you don't have to force somebody to be like Steven Seagal. You know, <laughs> you know yeah. if somebody's like Steven Seagal or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's how I feel about it. I feel like you know, leave the man alone. Let him. He's having a good time. He won. He's your Britney Spears, huh? Just leave him so. alone. I think. I think people hate to admit that he somehow won. Yeah. He's he from all accounts, he is a shitty person. He's mean to people. He's a sexual, a serial sexual harasser. You don't even have to, that has nothing to do with the allegations. You can just look at interviews, any interview from his younger days when he was being interviewed by a woman. Mm -hmm. He sexually harassed every single one of them. (laughs) That's public record. (laughs) That's not an accusation. Do you know what I mean? Watch any of those interviews and you'd be like, holy shit. Yeah. Easy to believe that he did the other stuff. Yeah. Some of the other stuff isn't even as bold as some of the stuff he did in some of those interviews. Yeah. So it's it's very, it's, it seems credible. Yeah. You know, started off with pretty sick movies. Don't necessarily have movies that hold up to the test of time. <laughs> right? They're not classics, if you are. They're not like timeless classics. Right, right. right? How, and then he started making a bunch of shitty movies after his career tanked for whatever reason it tanked. And he still somehow is winning. Yeah, he seems like he's just doing what he wants to do. He seems like he's doing whatever he wants to do. Yeah. And I, and, and it's, uh, I, I think we owe him, I, I, you know, I'll apologize to him for us. Okay. Steven Seagal, sorry. <laughs> but stop. <laughs> stop doing that bad stuff, Steven Seagal. Yeah. We don't support that. No, no. At least put some Mondays on underneath that kimono. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chakra popped. Uh, yes. Right? Yeah. You having a good time? Mm-hmm. Good. I'm glad you're having fun. So 
We're moving up to the pelvis chakra or the uh, gut chakra, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is uh, has to do with confidence and self esteem, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so when we were at ADCCs and uh, we went and got food during intermission. Yes, we did. Didn't have enough time to sit down and eat the food. Had to bring the food upstairs, mm-hmm. right? So I had a bag. I was holding the the, the bag, and it was a paper bag. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was like burgers and fries and stuff in this bag. As soon as we got into the door, like back into the ADCCs, like you know where you had to check in and everything, I was holding the bag and I was like trying to slide through people. So I had the bag up high, not down low. You know, I had it up high because I was like weaving it between people, mm-hmm. and the handles ripped. Yeah, like both of them at the same time. Just whoosh. yeah, it, was, it it looked like I like hit a button to release the handles. Yeah, it was. And as the bag was falling, with my other hand, I caught the bag before it hit the ground. Did you? Like I just snatched it, and I snatched it in a way where it was like my like two like fingers went in the bag, and then on the outside of the bag, and like closed it as yeah. I caught it, and. Like the guys that run the ADCC were were there and saw what happened, and they were like, "Dude, that was a sick catch, like nice <laughs> catch, you know." Like it was like they they stopped everything they were doing and be like, "That was sick. You're the man." Yeah, you know, keep it. I added the "you're the man" part, but I felt they it. think it. Yeah, I felt, yeah. yeah. It was it was in there. That they sick. were like, "You're Steven Seagal," for the most part. Yeah, they might. I mean, maybe more Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I'm not trying to bring up any weird beefs between any people. I yeah. don't want to make, you know, we like Steven Seagal is here in this podcast. I don't want to make it uncomfortable by bringing up Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> we have the two of them on the same podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that was pretty sick. Yeah. And I, that, like, I'm still pumped up about that. Still in your hot pants, huh? I am. It was because uh, a lot of times, like, when I have a situation like that where I cause something to fall, but I also catch it. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, oh, that's a nice catch. And I always say, yeah, but I also dropped it. Mm-hmm. Right? You didn't drop it this time. I didn't drop it. That was a, that was malfunction. Yeah. Like, I had to step up in the face of a factory defect. Mm-hmm. And not only that, like, the, the, uh, when it, when the bag handle ripped, there was a, a weight change. Yeah. You know, my, my hand lifted up. And I used that upward momentum. I went with it. I turned it into the downward momentum of my other arm. Look at you. And like I rotated it. Yeah. You know? It was a hot dude. It was it might have been Steven Seagal. <laughs> what if that was the highlight that they put on the ADCC? <laughs> like, <laughs> the that would be pretty sick if I was on somebody's real catching yeah. burgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty I mean, I felt good about that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pump definitely um, will impress your girlfriend's boyfriend in four. Years. I mean, your daughter's boyfriend in four years. Yeah, I was like, wait, ain't I my girlfriend's boyfriend? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely, I should jot that down. I just want to have a list. I have a list of things to tell. <laughs> like, oh, so like five years ago, uh, me and, uh, my wife, we were at a thing, and I dropped burgers, <laughs> and I caught the burgers. I mean, no, no, you had to be there. Never mind. Uh, here's another one. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be maybe maybe that's my problem. Yeah, maybe that's why I'm not confident about being able to instill fear because I don't have a backup plan. I don't have a list of cool shit to show them. Yeah, you need to start that list. I need to start that list. Yeah, you need to start that list or get really good at karate chops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, 
But yeah, I would I would consider that a chakra popped, right? Yeah. That is a gut chakra popped. Has raised Sydney's self esteem. Yeah, I feel good about it. Yeah. It pumped me up. <laughs> it pumped me up about myself, about our relationship. I felt like we were doing the right thing. We were meant to be there. <laughs> you know? it, was, it was right in the world. It was all coming together. Yeah. At that moment, it was all coming together. Yeah. Right? And, you know, it was uh, felt good. Yeah. It felt good. That's actually a lead into the next chakra. We're going on to the heart chakra. We just finished the gut chakra. We popped that all up. Yeah. We popped it, popped it, popped good. it. And now we're over to the heart chakra. And uh, heart chakra, of course, is love and compassion. We talk about grief when we have a, a guest on. I don't know if I'll keep reminding people. I, I guess it's also important for people who just popped in yeah, and have never seen a guest episode. Like, what's that? what happens when they have a guest on? Yeah. You know? um, so, yeah. Did, did, I, did I, since being back, have I talked about all the love at Skankfest on the podcast yet? A little bit, I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just, well, if I just want to reinforce that because I feel like I had, I didn't get into it. Okay. Maybe, maybe I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, but I'm, uh, but if you feel like I have, I'm going to also assume that maybe we have. But it was, it was awesome. Great feelings. Gangfest was the shit. Everybody that came up to me, you rocked. Yeah. Everybody, like a lot of people that came up, dude, I've been with you since two Jack Bros. That felt cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of people had a lot of nice things to say about you, which mm-hmm. was fun. Mm-hmm. Right. But I also want to talk about, the the shocking amount of love that was circulating the room at the ADCC East Coast trials. Yeah. That that was unusual. It's not usually like that. Yeah. I'm not saying it's it's usually any type of negativity. It's usually more of a neutral thing. It's a kind of it is what you make of it, but there was something going on. Yeah, the the people that run it were like this was the most fun I've ever had at a trials. Yeah, there was there was a very different experience, and I don't know how to explain it, but it just felt like the room was filled with love, and it felt like everywhere you went, yeah, everybody was like very strongly projecting love, yeah, and which is an odd thing for to be happening at a literal murder fest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It for sure felt like a lot of camaraderie was. Uh, it did. It yeah. did. And I were, can, you know, because there were like big adversaries there and, you know, like, you know, big, uh, like, you know, uh, I guess in the world of jujitsu, like celebrity gyms that were, you know, that rivals. Yeah. You know, and there were a lot of rivals and rivalries happening. It felt like, especially on the guy side, that there were some like new up and comers that mm. were like taking out, you know, like previous people that have won things. Yeah. But it wasn't like nobody was like, like bitter towards these people. It was like, this is just amazing. Like it was just like, everybody was just like, there's so much talent here, you know? Yeah. And then there was like, um, yeah, like people winning that like everybody just was so happy to see win, you mm-hmm. know? And it was like, like, I feel like everybody was just happy for everybody accomplishing things. Yeah. Which is again, the, the typical tension that you would normally feel around uh, a, a tournament mm-hmm. didn't really seem to be there. Even though I'm not like, dude, everybody came, everybody brought it. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. people people were grappling out of their minds all weekend. Mm-hmm. But it was it was just it just felt yeah, like there wasn't like there wasn't like a tension, like a fight was going to break out off the mat. Like people were going to slap each other or something, which has happened at other th- places, yeah. you know? 
It yeah. was like I think I think there was a f- like a fight earlier in the week or something, like the, the before the Friday. Yeah, there was something that happened with the kids, like not the kids, like parents of the kids. Oh, really? Yeah, I think there was a big thing, and I think then everything was like could only go up from there. Maybe. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know, but I, whatever it was, it was it was it was pretty wild. And then you know, I bumped into you know I, my new homie, my new yeah. my new best homie, yeah, Andrew Tackett, yeah. It just hanging out with him and talking to him in line to get yeah. chicken. Yeah. Which was like, I mean, I wanted that chicken, but it was like, oh, man, why why do I have to meet somebody in line for fried chicken? <laughs> 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 it's like, that's, my box was strong that day. Yeah. And a strong box. You yeah. know what I mean? And, you know, but that was cool. Yeah. Getting the hang- we talked for like half hour. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Just hanging out in that line. Yeah. That was pretty wild. Pretty cool. You know? And he brought me into the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's in a box to get you. Yeah. From the back. Yeah. People see that box from the back and they're like, we got to get this guy in our group. Yeah. <laughs> when um I went down there for weigh-ins, we were like, you know, it was a really long line. And, you know, you get to the front and everybody's like down in their underwear. Like the guys were all stripping. You know, people are trying to make weight. So like yeah. there's a lot. Everybody's like taking No robes, just off. underwear. Maybe I prefer the robe. No one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, um. That guy um, that runs ADCC's, it starts with an M. Mas, Mas, Mo. Does he go by Mo? Or, you know no, what I'm talking know. about? Yeah. Um, he was walking around and he was like, said something about, oh, I'm tired of seeing all these jacked dudes. Somebody put your clothes back on. And I was like, what about these jacked ladies? You know? And he turned around and he was like, and I was in a tank top and he was like, yeah, you're just as jacked as those, or you're more jacked than those dudes. And I was like, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like per, like, w- 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 how would you even equate it? You know, again, because a lot of these guys are assisted. Yeah. A lot of these guys, you know, are doing more than just amino acids, if you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Right? And here you are, this lady, this mother of three, mm-hmm. all natty. Mm-hmm. All, all natty. Mm-hmm. Against, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, because like, I guess like per square inch, that's still like a physical thing. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like (laughs) per square chromosome. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But that's that's my that's my heart chakra. That's my heart chakra pop. Yeah. Just feeling the love that in a a place where you just it's the last place you would go and expect to feel that much love. Yeah. That was pretty neat. It was neat. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I hope. That's always the case, you know, going forward at the East Coast Trials. Or, I mean, I hope that could be the case at every tournament we go to from now on. That yeah. That would be pretty sick. Yeah. But, you know, it will be what it will be. Yes. So. Shock, heart, shock, or pop. Let's go. Let's go. So, here we go. This is the throat chakra. This is where we talk about uh, expression and trust and honesty. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, what do you and, have to uh, tell us? Well, this is, this is, another, this is a personal one. Yeah. This is, uh, I, uh, the shows you watch that I'm always mocking you for watching, mm-hmm. I think I kind of like some of them. I think, I think, I, I think I like all the shows you watch. I think I, like when I, I sit down, I, I get wrapped up. You get wrapped up in my shows? I get, wrapped, I get a little wrapped up. There's certain shows that I'm like, could I watch this? Like when I'm watching a show, I'm like, can I watch this around Sydney or do I need to turn it off when he enters the room? Mm. I consider it. Mm. 
I can only imagine what you're turning off. I <laughs> 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 can only imagine. I mean, you used to like to get attention from naked under a robe guy. Who knows what you like to give your attention to? <laughs> yeah, you're not okay with that uh, That truth there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't unknow it. I know that from now on. Mm-hmm. But that's something I have to now consider about my daughters going forward. Did they genetically pick that up from their mama? <laughs> Is that something? Is that is that a recessive trait or a dominant trait? <laughs> I need to see the Punnett square on that. Okay. You know. Yeah. I'm very I'm very concerned. Very concerned. I'm very concerned because I don't know what type. I mean, I listen. I definitely wasn't trying to get attention from naked under a robe guys, but anytime an older lady gave me attention, like any any lady, honestly, give me attention. I mean, I wasn't necessarily thrilled about the attention from the gym teacher ladies, but. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I took mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and shout out to every gym teacher lady that ever gave me any kind of positive attention. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Younger you didn't, though. I mean, listen, I, I knew that listen, it didn't it didn't move my meter. Your meter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I knew that I knew not to be like ick about yeah. it. Right. Yeah. It was like, that seems wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, but also being like, yay, also felt wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was, <laughs> I just, I just thought of something the other day that kind of fits that, like, you know, here, here it is. Just, just hear me out. Prince, the artist formerly known as Prince, right? Right. Was such a non, like he, he, he definitely was a man. Right, but like he he exuded sexuality on such a level where that, like, if a man had sex with him, it wouldn't necessarily be considered gay, mm-hmm. and if a woman had sex with him, it wouldn't necessarily be considered heterosexual. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It would just be fucking Prince. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. Right. That's that's. He was like just. He was just sex. He was, right? He was just sex. Yeah. That's it. Stop judging it. He's just sex. Just sex. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Whatever you do with Prince is between you and Prince. Yeah. (laughs) No judgment. No judgment. Nobody's going to come after you for, I mean, how could you resist? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. He was a little siren. Like he was just, he was just had, you know, he just lured you in. Nobody could resist that. Yeah. You better better be careful or Prince will get you. (laughs) (laughs) your prince is gonna get you you better watch out Mm -hmm. too many drinks prince is gonna get you (laughs) but yeah um but yeah what were we talking about i'm sorry (laughs) uh gym teachers and moving your meter yeah we were yeah we were past the love chakra right yeah we were oh we were talking about your shows your shows that i like Oh yes, my yeah. shows. And how? I mean, but some of I mean, because sometimes I like I pop up at weird times on your shows. Yeah. Like I popped up on that show the other time, the other day, <laughs> and the guy was like, uh, you know, it was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this, and he's like, Well, did you do it? <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, I ate my wife's heart. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I ate fed, my. I fed my wife's oh, heart to yeah, my yeah. son. <laughs> I fed my dead wife's heart to my son, like I was supposed to. I did. I just don't feel right about it. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. I mean, how can you not be somewhat intrigued? Yeah, you, you, it's an interesting show. It's an interesting, I mean, right? Yeah. It was a, it's a that, story. Was that, the, was that the same 
as like are you watching a show that's like a bunch of like vignettes a bunch of different yeah and that that was a vignette yeah that okay cool yeah and there was one about bloody mary and they were all black yeah yeah you know bloody murray bloody murray (laughs) (laughs) it's about bloody murray (laughs) (laughs) she got him yeah she uh, she did her thing yeah it was pretty pretty interesting yeah right yeah uh there was uh i didn't really see all of the black bloody mary story but like was she black yeah yeah like what like what what? oh well so the main character like that um was getting you know harassed by bloody murder was um she her story her plight reminded me of you a little bit oh she was like she had a hard childhood where she had to raise her younger sister because um her mom her, her mom was just a mean lady and was like i wish i never had you um but like also like she was like all I, all she ever, you know, like Bloody Mary looks into your heart and well, sees what you need. Yeah, that's how you tell the story, and it's not sad. You're not focused on how sad it is the whole entire time. Yeah. Because we're used to the trope of like the mean mom and the mean stepmom, and like you know what I mean. Yeah. But it's like, well, yeah, she was on drugs. It's like, yeah, oh, that sucks. <laughs> but, uh, all, all this little girl wanted was some stability in her life, and not have to like she didn't want to have to sleep in cars anymore and get evicted. I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> heard that. And Bloody Mary was going to help her. Bloody Mary? Mm-hmm. What if she had good credit? <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Mary showed up her good credit. Uh-huh. Was like, what, you, what you need, girl? Yeah. Put it on my, yeah, put it in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, like, what 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 did she offer in, in assistance, though? Well, the so the girl thought she wanted money, and Bloody Mary was like, you don't want money. money, you just want to feel safe. And she was like, you're right. And Bloody Mary was like, well, get me these things and come and let me let me free and I'll give you I'll give you your you know everything mm-hmm. I'll give you your safety Bloody Mary was tricking her oh Bloody Mary is a trickster mm-hmm. she wanted to just she was gonna get herself free but then if she's free somebody's gotta be Bloody Mary yeah you gotta trade places with her okay so she trapped her in a mirror in a mirror <laughs> Bloody Mary trapped her in a mirror yeah. <laughs> okay yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, you like my little dramas. Yeah, it was it was, you know, it's like you find you it, it just it just blows my mind that you're constantly finding new stuff to watch and give yeah, it a try. I don't watch Stargate like five times. It's wild. Yeah, I mean I know I know it's good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't have to sit around waiting for something to get good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I know what I'm gonna get. Yeah, sometimes I do watch some doozies and I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Like I Keep trying and trying. And I'm like, no. I don't got doozy time. <laughs> I just don't got, I don't I'm got curious, though. I, I like to explore. I no, like, I like to, to find I like a little to doozy. Be entertained. <laughs> just entertain me. That's it. That's yeah. all I need. I don't need. I don't need. You don't need new and different? Look at you. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good with, uh, you know, that work. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want a little adventure in your life? I mean, a little yeah. risk. Dude, Stargate's all about adventure and risk. <laughs> They're traveling through a wormhole to other galaxies. But you've already Nancy. had this adventure. You know how it ends. That's fair. But it's still an adventure. <laughs> you know, you're moving the goalpost. <laughs> you're moving you're moving the goalpost on on what an adventure is. Right? Um All right, but I but that's that's it there. Yeah, well thank you. Um thank you. Yeah. For liking my shows. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, 
That was the throat chakra. I'm moving on to the third eye chakra. All right. That was a throat chakra pop, by the way. That was a confession. Yeah. Yeah. You're very happy about this. I am. I'm touched. Yeah, I'm tickled. I'm not going to I'm not going to watch them with you. Oh, <laughs> so close. But when I when I pop down for a little bit and see yeah. you watching it, it's like, oh, this is this is I, I can see this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would never watch it on my own. No. You know, or with you. No. <laughs> but but for the little bit that I get, I'm like, this is I yeah. know. I've heard of couples that watch shows together. I'm like, that must be nice. It must be. <laughs> <laughs> they can tell us about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh so now we're moving on to the third eye, into the intellect, into the open mind. Mm-hmm. I educated myself a little bit. Uh oh. Yeah, do you know anything about the electric universe? No. No, okay. So the electric universe is a theory that suggests, right? Because gra- gravity doesn't make sense completely. And, and, and I, I want to be very clear going forward that I am only regurgitating things that I have heard. I, I don't know any of this f- for certain, mm-hmm. right? But allegedly, gravity doesn't make sense. Gravity is too weak of a force to hold together all of the things that it holds together, like to hold the planets in rotation with each other mm-hmm. gravity is allegedly too weak of a force to do that so there has to be something else that's involved right and until now what what it is has been dark matter mm-hmm. dark matter is the substance that is like uh the like void the, the, the medium that everything is in yeah like everything is submerged in dark matter yes right and there is a theory that it's called the electric universe theory that instead of it being dark matter it's electricity and it's electricity that holds everything together uh together rather just like different voltages of electricity but like out in the universe is just all electricity Mm. you know and so one of the ways that they can prove that it's it's like just one current of electricity or one of the ways that was shown to prove it is again now i'm getting into more i'm getting into physics that i don't quite understand Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, you have uh, two particles or one particle and you split it into two particles. I don't know if that's quite what they did, but they respond to each other in time and space. So if one and, and again, it was it's, you might be familiar with this because it's like you can only like when it when it's measured, it reacts differently. Like mm-hmm. that, that particle, that that theory, you know what I mean? So when you measure it, it starts spinning in a direction. And then the other one, wherever it is in space, will counter that. It will it will spin in the opposite direction. Okay. Right. And this this is the same if it was like you know this end of the room to that end of the room, or from here to New York, or from here to Mars. If those two particles are separated because they're linked, and if they're separated by any distance, uh, once you start measuring one, it will the other one will instantly respond how it's supposed to respond mm-hmm. right and again it should take what like like one second or something if it was on mars but it's still instantaneous and if even if it was two million light years away it would still be instantaneous and they say that, that that's all because there's one electric current so it's always connected through that singular electric universal current Mm-hmm. And that's what everything is connected with, right? Right. And I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm watching a video about mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. One of my favorite guys, the Y Files. Mm-hmm. He's he's educating me. Mm-hmm. You know, going through all these different experiments that people did. Like he somebody created like uh. So again, an, an electric field allegedly then would be was holding the sun together instead of it being uh, gravity. It's an electric field. So they took uh, something and heated it up. They put like hydrogen in the room, heated something up and put an electric charge in and created like a little plasma ball that had all the same properties of a star. It's called the Sapphire Project. That's like, that is something that's happening. And like, dude, he's going through all this stuff and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking, I finally, this stuff finally, I get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this, I didn't get anything else. But the, like you tell me there's like one electric current that connects everything. I'm like, I fucking, that makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> and then it gets to the end of the video and it's like, well, is any of this stuff true? Uh. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a, it's like a 38 minute video or something. And I watched the whole entire thing and it gets to the end of it. And it's like, nah, none of this stuff is true. And actually some of the people that believe this get chided as being foolish, idiotic and childlike. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> And it leaves you with that. (laughs) I mean, it was there was there was there was other stuff that it left me with, but it was still more like he was trying to be nice about it. It It's like, and when people say that about people that believe that theory, I think they're mean (laughs) (laughs) because you know you if especially if you want to convert them to thinking the right things, you got to do it with kindness and compassion. You got to be nice to those idiots. So he taught you. How to support an idiotic theory and then was like, we should be nice to him. Dude, he got me so pumped to tell you I knew something new. Yeah. Like, I couldn't wait to be like, oh, my God, everything's electricity. You know, it's <laughs> like it was all making sense to me. And then it was just a lie. Yeah. So that was tough. That's rough. Yeah, it was rough. So you did it to me, too. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get excited about the electric universe theory? I was like, OK, I was on board with you for sure. Yeah. I was like. I wish I remembered more of it to really get you, get you, get you. you know? Yeah, you want to get you, get you. Because honestly, it might have been just those two things. <laughs> <laughs> but he just harped on it for a little while and yeah. gave some details. So, all right. That's a chakra pot. Yeah, you opened my mind and then closed it. I did. How dare you? I, you can keep it open, though. I will. I'm keeping mine open. Yeah. Maybe the electric, because, and that's one of the things he said at the end, I guess, to like make me not feel so bad about myself. Yeah. He was like, you know, plenty of times in history, pseudoscience has become real science. You never know. So I'm holding out. Yeah. For the electric universe theory. Yeah. And flat earth. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Chakra pop. Moving on. Crown chakra. Did it. We did it. How do you feel? Good. Yeah. I just want to say this. By the way, as the third eye chakra popped, and for the crown chakra, I just want to talk about this real quick. Cornering a a fighter mm-hmm. while they're in a cage trying to achieve their goals in defeating another person mm-hmm. is you get you get a weird connection with that person in that moment, mm-hmm. right? Like you, where you feel their their emotions going up and down. You, you like your your two particles connected. Mm-hmm. Electric yeah, connection. It, it, it's electric. It's electric. You f- you, you know it's uh, mm-hmm. and it's in, and it's a very instantaneous feeling. Like you you feel very strongly when you are being heard. Mm-hmm. You feel you feel very strongly when you are being um, acknowledged, mm-hmm. right? Where or when like the person's like, 
you, trying it, to do what you were to saying. Do, yeah. yeah. And you also feel very strongly when you're being ignored. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just that it's it's a very interesting connection that you have with the person in the, in the moment. Yeah. Well, that's a that was an interesting that's an interesting setup. Um the matches that we did because because it's only a coach mm-hmm. and the fighter, right? Like there's no spectators. There's like there's like a noise, and I'm I'm sure most sporting events have them. There's like, but like a grappling tournament. There's like a sound like you could play, like half a second of it, and I'd be like, oh, that's a grappling mm-hmm. match, you know? Like like there's just a certain like hum noise to it, like background noise, like yeah. there's just a certain like like it has its own energy, and like but if it's just you and the fighter, like a coach and a fighter in a cage, like that is a very uh, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess there's nothing to distort the the electricity between you and the athlete. Yeah. Like, there's no other wavelengths, like, jumping through yours. It's just, like, all connection, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I feel like you can, like, not only can you feel the connection, you can feel other people in the room feeling your connection. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, everybody, yeah, it was a really, it's a really interesting, um, yeah, so Arena comes out when? Next Friday, I think. Yeah, Maybe Friday. sooner, but... Yeah, it'll come out soon. Well, this week. You know, hopefully you guys can check that out on, on YouTube. Anthony's Arena Grappling Match with Dr- at Droogs. Yes. Yeah, they hooked it up. and uh, But yeah, I mean, I know it's getting late. We're getting tired, so... Yeah. Yeah. Hop over to the Patreon. $1 gets you all of our exclusive content on the Patreon, mm-hmm. which not only includes the counter to this podcast, which we call Two Jack Bros After Dark, but also includes some of our fight commentary and analysis on Anthony's Jiu-Jitsu Matches. <laughs> got it in there. You got it in there? Yeah. yeah. You gotta get it gotta get it in there. All right. Thank you guys so much. We love you and we are out. See ya.